Welcome to the Two Man Game Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Just me and Goss right now. Uh, Kenny's on his way. Kenny's on his way. I think he's getting out of class still, man. Look, some people are committed to bringing you two-man game content. Kenny Fair is not one of them. Not with us right now. can't even skip class. Can't even skip class for us. Uh, Look, I showed up. I don't even have a computer. I didn't even... We had to put the podcast together in a matter of seconds. Had to write out an outline on my phone, which is at 42% battery. And Kenny just says, I just finished my accounting test. Headed over now. Look, late again. (laughs) He's not even... Like, this is the two-man game, not the three-man game. Who is Kenny Fair? Why is he here? He's like the little like he's like the little coach, but like he's third wheel. Doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. He we call we called him producer Kenny. We gave him that title because we felt bad for him. He's a surf. I'm the producer, but yeah, <laughs> we gave it to him. Okay, so it's Alex Goss. We're here. Um, we're gonna talk NBA, college basketball. Of course, we're gonna lead Duke and Virginia played. Those are two of the best teams in the country right now. As Goss coughs, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not sure if you knew that or not. Goss, uh, Duke is good at basketball. Zion Williamson actually is athletic a little bit. Wait, Just, who? Uh, we'll get to him in a minute. I know it's a big deal. A uh, guy named guy named Zion. What a weird name. I Williamson mean, has ESPN the son of William. Him? No, uh, actually, I don't think ESPN has shown him yet. You know, he's kind of like an obscure player on an obscure team. So yeah, we'll get to him. We'll talk about that. They like showed like a little like. On Twitter, ESPN mm-hmm. had like a little like hype video. Mm-hmm. It was just Zion, three dunks of that Zion. Three dunks like, of Zion. Duke versus Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Duke versus Virginia. It's like, wait, did 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 only Zion play? This the Zion fellow is he and the only one in the they, game? Like, Virgin- it's not like Virginia's like a bad team. Like they're the third. Oh, it's not like they. The country. Oh, they've literally beat every team they've played, not named Duke. So we'll get to that. Uh, Anthony Davis is. Uh, going the Jimmy Butler route a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, some trade deadline stuff. Not a lot happened. A little bit happened, but not compared to usual. Not not what we thought. No that super. exciting. N- not, I wanted it to I be. mean, look. There were I some... wanted LeBron James traded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted Kevin Durant traded. I wanted everybody traded. Yeah. So, no, no, no real superstars traded. And then uh, we'll talk about that. And um, playoff picture. It's getting interesting. So, got a lot to talk about today. Uh, but before we do any of that, uh, Bob Marley, right? Come on. That's how it's got to be. We'll keep it on the background a little bit. Uh, okay, so of course we said play the whole thing. we'll play the whole thing. Why not? We'll just leave it. Can you hear it? You can hear it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, not the, it's like we're feel, it's like we're uh, we're just sitting on the beach in Hawaii, smoking pot and recording and talking about basketball. That's what we want to make. What the, about Jamaica? That's like, what on. we want to make the. Oh yeah, that's right, Jamaica. That's what we want to make the uh, the listeners feel like. Uh, make them take them to a beach. Relaxation. Yeah. Think just. Close your eyes. Happy think about basketball and two people talk about it on the beach. You're just sitting there listening, laying out on your towel because it's not February and so it's not cold and Jay rainy. Basically, Jay and yeah. like Seth Greenberg, yeah. and Jay Williams. Yeah, just think of, think of those podcasts. guys. Remember when Jay Billis walked down the beaches of Maui in his Hawaiian shirt and you were like, "Damn, I wish I was him." Well, look, just go back, picture yourself as him walking down, listening to the podcast as Bob Marley takes you to. A basketball podcast, because <laughs> why not? Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, college basketball is getting boring, kind of. Like we don't have other than Zion Williamson. Can we? Is there really a definitive thing storyline to follow that's of any interest? Like I'm just trying to think right now. Like, there's some like J- John Morant's cool if you want to watch him. Jay. Yeah, Jay. Is it? Does he go by Jay? It's Jay. It's not Ja. It's not Ja. I'm calling him Jam though. Ja, because yeah. it's J A yeah, and then M Jam. Yeah. Come on, I, if that has to be his nickname, I feel yeah. like that's what we're calling him. And he's lucky he's five good years. at dunking because, like, you know. Oh yeah, he's a really good dunker. He's super athletic. Uh, he'll go high, but like honestly, like, what is there a lot to be excited about right now in college basketball? Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, March Madness is still going to be exciting. Oh, March Madness yeah. is amazing, and, and it's, it's the best event be- of the year, sporting wise. Yeah. But like the lead up usually is a little bit better, and I feel like there's just. 
yeah, we've got the good teams, and they just keep beating everybody. Like, Duke and Virginia beat each other. Kentucky and Tennessee haven't lost in ages. Michigan and Michigan State are kind of falling off, but nobody was really interested in them anyway. Nobody really took them as a serious contender. I don't think anybody took us, took them in, like, yeah. starting the season. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're doing better. It's like, yeah, Michigan's we'll undefeated. Move them up. <laughs> and they're playing very well, and we'll give them their credit, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of saw it coming. Yeah, and, like, the teams like Nevada and Gonzaga aren't playing anybody <laughs> anymore, so those are two of the best teams in the country, two of the more they exciting do, teams. Somehow Nevada win, loses by 27. Yeah, and Nevada's lost one game by 27 in New Mexico. Well, guess what? They went and beat New Mexico by, like, 30 29. the other night. Yeah. Or 29, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I, I, so I found myself yesterday. I turned on, I watched all the entirety of the Cincinnati-Houston game. And I have to say, <laughs> and it's sad because that was one of the best games I've seen in a few weeks. There's not a lot of good basketball lately. Duke and Virginia was entertaining, but Duke led throughout. They just kind of dominated, and Virginia looked uh, looked like they didn't know how to handle Zion or Trey Jones. And, yeah, that was saddening. Tony Bennett was all over the place. The referees weren't good, but, hey, uh, I guess Duke just kind of owns this year. And I mean, just... we saw our theory in effect Saturday. Our theory was in effect. North Carolina, Miami game, oh, yeah. big time. Big time. Big time the blue blood theory. The better team always wins. Because, look, because why wouldn't you do a pick and roll where you switch Chris Likes onto Luke May on a three-pointer? Like, how, why wouldn't that be the defensive mindset of your team? Especially when there's, like, five seconds left. When there's five seconds left, yeah, you know what you do? You, you um, like, just don't put Likes out there on defense because he's 5'6". Or how about this? We don't have him anywhere near Luke guarding May. Kobe White, who's 7 for 10. Yeah, who's 7 for 10 from the three-point line. is 30-something points. And you're running a pick and roll with him and Luke May. It's like... It's pretty potent pick and roll. It's probably going to get him an, a good look from three. Oh, and throw in the fact that you have a 5'6 dude trying to block the shot. Oh, wait. that's Oh, they made it. Hmm. I'm surprised. Uh, so, yeah, North Carolina, although... Okay, so do you think North Carolina, like, where do we think they are right now? I think right now the best teams are Duke, even though they lost Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the four best. Is, is North Carolina on par with Michigan and Michigan State? Well, the Michigan State's falling out, like Michigan, North Carolina, maybe, what, Nevada? I'm not putting Nevada in that. I'd say— Yeah, like, Gonzaga like, obviously is in that, I mean, in that group. I, think I forgot four, to add them. Your four is right, and then you got, like, Gonzaga. Gonzaga's interesting. Is, I think it's close. Yeah, yeah I think— It uh, depends on whether or not, like, how I think they're right there. Tilly and Tilly. Because, like, yeah. he's been injured all year, and then, like, he'll be back— by March Madness, but, but like, I don't know. I don't think they be, like, they've proven that they don't need Kelly. Like they beat Duke without Kelly and Tilly, mm-hmm. and without another one of their players on the wing. Mm-hmm. So like they can sustain a loss from Tilly because they still have Hachimura and Brandon Clark who've been really good for them at the four or five spot, and they've got that freshman white dude Petrusive, I think's his name. He's from some random country, like usual, with the Gonzaga European, big man. Not surprised. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he was going to high school in America, but he's got European roots. But yeah, that guy Clark Hachimura, they they've got enough down low to make a run and win a title. Like I don't think Tilly's absolutely necessary for them to be to reach their full potential necessarily. Even though I do like Tilly and how well good he is at shooting threes. He wasn't he hasn't been the same as he was last year. It's like a Gordon Hayward situation where he's come back from this injury and he just doesn't gel with this team right now and he's a little he's I behind like, <laughs> athletically especially. He, what year is he? Tilly, I think he's a junior. I'd say just give him a medical injury. He can still get it. Yeah, how many he could like he could technically gonna... still redshirt, right? How many games did he play in? Did he play in more than twenty five percent of the games? Probably. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I mean, I'd have to he check. He missed but... the first like eight weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Came back, hurt yeah. himself pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Eight weeks—that's like Jan- into January. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know the technicalities of how to get like red shirts and eligibility. Like I just like that stuff doesn't make sense to me. Because somehow well, Phil Kofer is playing his sixth year well, like, at Florida this State. Is, like, this is random, but like there's a mm-hmm. for the Louisville women's basketball team. This girl like mm-hmm. she played about a month of basketball and yeah. she was granted a medical red shirt Jeez. for next year because she's. I mean, uh-huh. But like. So I think the way I'm looking at it right now, you have to play what less than 25 percent of the games, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it 20 percent? I don't know. Either way, if it's 20% Tilly's out for this year, he's played in nine games. So, in theory, if they reach the title game, that's 40. Nine out of 40 is less than 25%. It's some, yeah, I don't know what the fraction is exactly, but it's less. So, I'm not sure if that's the way. Here, let Kenny in. So, but, and he, Tilly is a, what is he? 
Why can't I figure out? He's a junior. I saw, I think you do, like, if you can definitely, if you can redshirt him, I think you do it because you have the necessary weapons to go win yeah, a title. I don't think you should bring him back, especially that's going to affect the chemistry, like, big time. Yeah, it, 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 like, it throws him off. Like, you're taking minutes away from your two best players, Clark and Hachimura, and you're giving him to Tilly. And I don't think you can play all three of those guys at the same time. So what is Tilly really giving you? He's just off the bench kind of guy. I think you could actually play him all at the same time. Yeah, but I don't think you like against against like they, there's not enough floor spacing because Clark doesn't shoot a lot of Clark doesn't shoot threes at all. Yeah, but Rui's like mid range. Yeah, and then Clark's Tilly post, Tilly Tilly's three yeah. can be three point, and then you got yeah I Nobel guess you could play him all three. Yeah, honestly, like I I kind of really like Gonzaga. Yeah, I, I they got a lot of they 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 have a really talented starting lineup. If oh you're yeah, in yeah. There. If you just look at it, but like um we got turn teammate Mike chemistry on. wise is just rough. Uh. So, okay, wait, chemistry-wise? Yeah. No, we'll get you in a minute, Kenny. Yeah, turn me on. I want to say something about I know. We can hear no. you. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, fine. I we'll like just... Gonzaga. Okay, Kenny's here with us now. I'm here. He's got him. He can talk about Gonzaga. I like them. That's what do you have, have to say, say about <laughs> Gonzaga? That's all, what do you, that's can all you, again? Can you name Rui Hachimura. six players? Six, six players? Hachimura, Clark, uh, I love uh, Zach Norvell. Kips, Kispert is that's their small forward. Josh Perkins still he's he's doing the thing that like the Martin twins did and like Jordan Bone did. His hair got long and then he's like, you know what? We're doing like the little like <laughs> VJ Cody. King does that. Yeah, but is, he doesn't what, really play. What is that <laughs> hairstyle called? Rat tail. It's like rat tail. Rat cornrows, no, but then like, it's like, like cornrows, but like they like, tie it to the end. And Josh Perkins is doing that now. And I just oh. like their I. I just really like their starting lineup. You have Perkins. Norvell, I think, is really good. I don't know why he's not higher on the draft. He's just an athletic, super athletic 6'5 shooting guard that takes a lot of tough threes and makes them. And then you have Clark and Hachimura and Kispert. And I, I, I feel like that's might be one, that's the top five starting lineup for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw they beat Duke in the non-conference, and their, only, their two losses are to North Carolina and Tennessee, which are both in the top ten, and neither of those were at home. So... I think Gonzaga is definitely a threat, and I really like them going into the tournament because I think Hachimura is just a matchup nightmare for anybody. Except P.J. Washington. I'd, dude, I'd be down <laughs> to see P.J. Washington versus Rui. I think Rui's better. but I think Rui's a little bit better, but, I mean, P.J. could take him in a so game. So are we shouting into the mic now? No, I just turned the volumes up because it's too quiet. That's why I don't have my headset on. I, well, I understand, but, like, we're overcompensating here. No, we're not. Cause I on the, swear, Alex's you, mic is definitely sw- louder. No, I swear. That's... Look, what? What? You can just listen to the podcast. Actually, no one's gonna listen to this podcast because you're me screaming in their ear. Look, man, I've looked at the podcast. It does not. The volume on it is not very high. I know, it, but you're overcompensating right now. I'm not you are overcompensating. Screaming in my ear. Well, good. Just take those off and talk like this. Yeah, but it, people aren't gonna listen to this if they can hear you. Like, well, this is to... this is the you're listening to it at the max volume. We're listening. You can turn it down on your phone when you have it. And plus, it's not right next to your ear. You can actually like you're, it's set, it's like if it's on your phone, it's setting right. down on a table or something. Gonzaga. I'm not forcing <laughs> you to wear the headset. Oh, just don't. Just do it like this. Oh my gosh! Do you hear this? Like, no, is, I can hear how it. are you? How are you? Have your headphones on? Fine. Dude, just talk, take them off and talk like this. Okay. <laughs> okay, Gonzaga. We really like Gonzaga. They're not going to lose again. They're beating St. Mary's by 50, and it's like, wait, St. Mary's is a team that beats them once every couple years. So, yeah, they're going to go undefeated in their conference. Yeah, but St. Mary's is also not nearly as good. Oh, yeah, St. Mary's, they they lost, like, their whole team after last year. Uh, So, yeah, St. Mary's. Is there ever going to be a threat in that conference? Like, No. That's when they get out of it and go to Historically, who's the second best team? BYU? I guess it's BYU. (laughs) Historically, yeah, like who's got the best, second best program in the WCC? Now this is a deep cut for uh, college basketball fans. Talk about the. Uh, no, it's the definitely WCC. BYU or St. Mary's. But... It's BYU or St. Mary's. I guess it's BYU because I feel like St. Mary's is more recent, and I don't remember any St. Mary's teams before 2013. Nah. I remember it was the one year they were pretty good, and <laughs> that's all of, I've got to say. I don't remember a lot of BYU though. Jimmer? I mean, other than Jimmer, but the hell is like... But like, I feel like BYU's are just a bigger school in general. Like, maybe. BYU's more relevant, definitely in football, so I think their, their athletic program is just a bit stronger. All right, that's Gonzaga. We like Gonzaga. I think, I think no matter... Unless they're in, like, Kentucky's bracket, and since I'm a homer, I won't do it, but I think I'm picking them to go to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I just really like how versatile they are in scoring, on defense, all over the place. My only issue is, like... I guess their conference schedule is so easy. Like, yeah. You don't want that. 
Yeah, you don't get that tested. That doesn't help you. Mm-hmm. Even though like they were tested in the in they the regular Duke. season. Yeah. Duke, Tennessee, Tennessee and North Carolina. I know, but it going that's three games and that's a long. They're time going what three months without playing a good team? Yeah, and then they're just they're, they're going two and a half months without playing a good team, and then just going blind into the tournament, saying, "I mean, the and best." You're you're going, to, like you say, like two months, and then mm-hmm. playing a team tougher than anybody you've yeah. played in two months. Honestly, like their first game and in the tournament, even if they're a one seed, is pro- it might be even against a team that's better than <laughs> better than any of the teams. Of yeah, teams. better than most of the teams in their conference. Yeah. So I. I don't know, Gonzaga, but like I like Gonzaga's now like been validified by a couple years ago their run to the championship. It's like okay, they can, they work in the postseason. Like they can actually succeed because they have a lot of talent and Mark Fee's a good coach. So I still trust them to that in that sense. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they're not tested, but I mean, look, we're gonna have to deal with it. We're gonna probably have like, like what do we do? We think Nevada is gonna feel the same way because nobody knows what to think of them. Their best win right now is against Arizona State, who got blown out by Washington State last yeah, week. Yeah, that's why I don't know, understand why Nevada's ranked so high. Yeah, I know. Like, what have they done? How are they any different than... They haven't done anything. <laughs> How are they any, any different than any other mid-major that has a really strong record? Like, there's teams that are like... Like, UNC Greensboro's 19 and... or 20 and 4, and it's like, well, do we think they're really a lot worse than Nevada? We can't tell because... Nevada doesn't play anybody, and their only loss is by 27 to New Mexico. And then they beat them by 29 on Saturday. So you, <laughs> it's confusing. And I, I bet I guess the only evidence we have to see if Nevada's good or not is it's last year. Last year's yeah. tournament run. Like, oh, they made a lot of comebacks last year. <laughs> and they beat some good teams. And they beat some good teams. Tennessee, Cincinnati, Texas. Yeah. yeah. They beat good teams last year, and it's like they basically have that same team, but theoretically it's more talent. Who and knows? They're though? more. Ex- Experience, I guess. Yeah. Oh, their average age, it was but, like 23 and a half years old. it's like they haven't put it together at all. <laughs> it's like, I don't, yeah, like how do I, other than that one game, they've looked dominant, pretty dominant against every all their opponents, but then the one game they lose by 27, how am I, what am I supposed to think about this Nevada team? Mm. I don't know. I feel like March Madness is just going to be all kinds of fun because it's, and then we have like them and Buffalo's another team like this who I really like. Honestly, I think I like Buffalo more than Nevada at some point. In, to some extent, yeah. Even in losses, they've proved to be like look really good. Yeah, like they look good against Marquette. Like they, you can't really help Marcus Howard just like losing his mind. We've talked about this a lot, but like that's really their only game marquee game. That's got to be the one against the, a ranked probably team. the best game of the year. Even though they lost by like yeah. ten, it, it like, was like one hundred twenty to yeah. one hundred ten. It, it, it was, was regulation three to eighty five, I think. In regulation, oh, no, in regulation, okay, yeah. So it's like, oh my god, like they they have dudes that can score. Like C.J. Massenburg is really good. Jeremy Harris is really good. Nick Perkins is really good. We watched the same team destroy uh, Arizona last year with DeAndre Ayton and Alonzo Trier and those guys. And this year they went and won at West Virginia. Hey, Kansas couldn't do that. Uh, even though West Virginia sucks, and they won at Syracuse. Hey, Syracuse beat Duke at home at Duke. So I think there's more. They're like honestly, they've got a, more of a case to be the best like mid major or. I think there's a case to be made that you could say that Buffalo's proven themselves more than Nevada. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that's ridiculous to think. Nah. But, like, honestly, like, this year, like, we've talked about the top teams a lot, and we know Duke has Zion, and we know Virginia's pretty good, unless they're playing Duke, and we know Kentucky's a lot better than they were at the start, and we know Tennessee's dominant. But, like, who's good outside of those teams? I think North Carolina's won. I really like North Carolina. And we talked I about Gonzaga. Back but, to them. Yeah. Like, and obviously, like, if it, if it, if, um, they're playing really well. Sterling Manley and Garrison Brooks, yeah, like improved just a little bit. They're 10 times better. And Nasir Little gets mm-hmm. like consistently, yeah, like lottery type, uh-huh. which like I still think he is. Yeah. Like he's they're still projected top insane. 10 in drafts. And it's like, okay, let's just see him show that talent just a little bit. Cause if they're hot, they, they can, they can beat, beat anybody. anybody by a lot. I'm interested to see when they play Duke. Like that just is a weird and matchup. If they're hot in that <laughs> game, they're gonna oh, yeah. win. They could win. I don't know where it is this year. Uh, oh, tonight, though, North Carolina plays Virginia. I'm interested to see this. But also, I think at the beginning of the year, you talked Virginia about... Virginia allows threes, but they're like... Yeah. And like, Duke just ate them up off yeah. the three-point line. They shot exactly. like 60-something percent, more than well, like, double Virginia their average even percentage. even gave Duke more threes than they normally would yeah. give. But like, because they definitely don't want them to get inside. But it's like the if you watched Duke play Syracuse, you watched, oh, wait, R.J. Barrett is just 
bricking threes, and he will take an open three whenever he gets one, and he's a terrible shooter. So terrible. let's give him threes. Let's not. He's 30%, and he shoots way too much from the three-point line. He does line. shoot way too much. He, yeah. He just doesn't take But, like, shots. is that the way he's to beat a... Duke is, like, we can't stop Zion, so let's just make RJ be selfish <laughs> and shoot a bunch of threes. That, and if he's not making them, then Duke might just be screwed because they don't have a lot of three-point shooters. Inside. Yeah. Just don't give the ball to Zion. You should have told Cal that instead of playing that stupid 2-3 zone. Uh, dude, oh, we could <laughs> we could go on forever about that. All right, but anyway, Carolina plays Virginia tonight. I feel like Carolina is just different than we thought they were going to be preseason because, like, I think everybody thought it was going to be, like, Kobe White, Kenny Williams, Cam Johnson, Luke May, and Nasir Little starting, and that's, like, a small lineup. And we know North Carolina likes to run and go get in transition and score a bunch of points, and with that lineup they would have been able to do that. But then Nasir Little started out, and he wasn't good, so they had to put – Brooks and Manley in there, and now those are the dudes they rely on. So I think their team's just a little bit different than we thought preseason. And now they kind of resemble like a worse version of the 2016 team where they're really good at rebounding, but they still like to run. Yeah, I'm interested to see Virginia, though. That's always an interesting culture class because Virginia doesn't want to play fast at all in North Carolina and just wants to push the pace. And I hate, I can't stand Virginia when they do that. Yeah. Because they like, mm-hmm. you make a shot, or mm-hmm. they make a, sh- no, you make a shot. They're yeah. like, Watch the ball bounce. They'll literally like, let it like stop bouncing. Yeah. And then they'll like grab it. And they'll it, pick and they'll it up. Walk. Yeah. Take four point nine nine seconds to throw the ball in. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And they like, want to slow the game down. They want to limit twelve possessions. seconds to go off the clock. Mm-hmm. Just them getting slight exaggeration. But, but it's so funny to watch them play Duke and like it's it was competitive for a lot of it even though Duke led. But like it's funny to see guys like. <laughs> guys like Ty Jerome and Kyle Guy are six four white dudes, and like Kia Clark and Jack Salt. It's like these are the du- these dudes are matching Zion and RJ right now, and it's in Cam and Trey Jones, and it's just always hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like Virginia's admittedly awful to watch sometimes. At least they have Kia Clark, who I really love, and he's five nine. Yeah, and he yeah, makes things yeah. fun. And Jack Salt's like a lumberjack, mm-hmm. and he's kind of cool. And I just find Kyle Guy hilarious, but like. God, they their their style is boring, but they win games, and I don't really know what else you want. I don't know, like it doesn't make sense the way they do it. Like the it shouldn't work, and it doesn't in the tournament because it doesn't. Just, in the tournament you just throw everything out because you're getting every team's best shot, and they're just going for it, and that's why I think Virginia loses because they're used to just playing. I think they're they're built for regular season games where they can just kind of. Slow play down, and get you annoyed. Will, teams will give up. Yeah, and it's like you're, you're. It's like a Monday night at ten o'clock, and it's yeah, like Virginia's I mean, like, up ten on us right now, like, and we've fifteen points at halftime. Like, really why, hard to score BC, why do I want to try? Why, yeah, why UMBC has like yeah. nothing to lose, so it's like, yeah, why not? No, you. They're like, we're gonna no try everything. We're throwing the kitchen sink at you. <laughs> like we're going all in to win this game, and Virginia's like, well, we don't really know how to stop that. We're used to teams giving up by now. Yeah, we're used to teams just like submitting and like being down, and it's like, well, no, when this when it's UMBC is like, like when their life's on the line, and it's, it's basically their yeah. Super Bowl. So like, yeah, it's, whether of they lose Super Bowl, win or lose, like they made it. Well, it's mm-hmm. everyone's like, Super Bowl because it's it's single the, round. It's the really. tournament. Yeah, well, it's the tournament. So not it's like the season's over. The season's over. When it, when your back's <laughs> you against the wall, you're gonna do everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of instead of like laying down and giving up against unless Virginia, you're Ben Simmons and you're gonna play hard anything in, in college you're just like yeah you act like you're being victimized yeah. and you're not that was an interesting era that was the johnny jones era yeah i i i, I want the johnny jones era back we yeah. play kentucky plays lsu tomorrow uh they're actually kind of good i'm gonna like, be there they have good players you're going i'm going Ooh, i might go then Dude, it's gonna be a good time hard right now i think oh wow uh, we're in the basement oh, we're in the basement oh maybe that's fan. just the vent whatever man all right <laughs> It sounds nice. So we talk about North Carolina. Who like who's the team that's like right now ranked in the AP poll like ten to twenty five that you think is like oh no one that yeah that's <laughs> what I'm saying like it doesn't feel like there's teams that are dangerous and can make the final four. No, it's not gonna. There's not gonna be a uh, Kentucky UConn yeah like <laughs> not that championship game <laughs> like there was in a uh, 2014. I guess it's you could maybe like throw that. out like a Kansas or a Villanova because those teams are traditionally I'm, good I, and I they like, have good coaches. I like Villanova. I like Villanova. I just. They don't have the star not, power yeah, of usual, and they take way too many threes. And like last year, they took more than half their shots from three. But like they had Bridges and Brunson and all yeah. these dudes. I like Marquette because like they're like yeah yeah Marquette's upsetability. They have upsetability? they have but like okay Marcus Howard is beat anybody if Marcus yeah. Howard is like we know we call that like we call that we call that that's the uh, the Kemba formula. 
Yeah, he's yeah. got Kimber Walker, Kimber Walker potential. Blaine, that's true. I'm looking through these. Kansas State, no. Florida State, what really? No. I, like, do you think Louisville <laughs> could maybe make a Final Four run? No, not to the Final Absolutely. Four. They can uh, yeah. make it to the Elite Eight. Virginia Tech hasn't beaten anybody of any like standard they, this they year. They literally they win a game, then they lose a game. By Honestly, let me be honest with you. <laughs> I think Buffalo can make a run. <laughs> like, <laughs> I kind of like. I really like their roster. Right. And then yeah, we're going with Buffalo. Like yeah. that's the teams we like. Maryland, Iowa State, maybe. Oh, I kind of like Iowa State. Yeah, I mean, they've got yeah. uh, the guy for the transfer from Virginia. He's like leading the Pac-12 in scoring right now, or the Mariel Big Twelve. Shayok. Mariel Shayok, yeah. I think throw Kansas out the window at this point without Vic. Yeah, without and Vic's gone for a while. We don't like yeah. Noah has a bouquet, obviously. This Oche Akabi or Abaji dude's been good but like this season just didn't go to plan and i think someone else is finally going to win the big 12 kansas state has kansas a game State's and a half gonna, leave yeah. Yeah. has a game and Bill a half leave. doesn't know what to do with uh young guards i guess yeah he needs experienced he guards needs he's like hey Devin, like in a couple years yeah because Devin dotson Devin dotson will be there for he's gonna be Devonte graham and frank mason all over again some six foot guy that can shoot threes well and manages the game and it's gonna be a wooden candidate like we just know we've seen this formula before it's gonna happen again quinn grimes he won't leave after this year, but dude, I don't, bad. I don't know what is up with him. Like the first game, I what we mean, uh, I uh, okay. So I was at the Champions Classic, and he played amazing. But like all he did State? was, yeah, all he did was shoot threes. And I was like, God, I want to see more from his game. Like, like I came away just thinking, like, yeah, he just looked like a dude that was sitting there ready to take he's jump so shots. He's way too athletic to do that. <laughs> Super one dimensional. Yeah. Or maybe he just doesn't do it. You yeah, know. I'm like, dude, you're a six-five bouncing shooting guard. Like, you you can attack the room, and you've got plenty of moves, and you should be a good defender. But like, he just hasn't lived up to his potential, and he way too often he just settles for jump shots. I'm like, I want to see him be more aggressive than he's been lately. I don't know, but to me, the only guy I really like on Kansas is Diedrich Lawson mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, none of the other bigs. What, are what the hell good happened to his good. brother, KJ? He's just like not. He didn't I don't even play. Neither does Charlie Moore, who like I thought would be like DNP an important piece against Kentucky. Oh, Charlie Moore, he plays more than Lawson at least, but, but like, still, yeah. Although he wasn't, he he played for California, so why King Jones? Well, for California. <laughs> I mean, it, California is Wait, right now. The Pac-12 is terrible. I looked at a ranking. <laughs> California is the worst power conference team in America right now. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. It was god. so bad that Oregon, who is awful, was favored by twenty-one against them. And Oregon's terrible. <laughs> it's just, oh god, the Pac-12. So I don't gross. understand Dan Altman. He does. He like has like Oregon teams that are really good with mm-hmm. like random players, and then yeah. like he finally recruits well and like has Louis King and Bobble. Bobble. Well, like, I, I, I know Bobble's out, but yeah. like Peyton Pritchard is good. Like, they lost to Texas Southern with Bobble. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't make I sense. I don't like. Okay, to me, it looked like basically because Bobo's bad. Yeah, Bobo averaged twenty-one points a game. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was really good. They just didn't have anybody else on offense. Pritchard hasn't wasn't like they expected him to take a leap. Like I remember looking, I was looking back at my preseason stuff earlier, and I, I was like, "Oh, Pritchard's gonna be amazing," and he's gonna. And we thought Pritchard was gonna be like a Carson Edwards type guy, where he's scoring a ton of points for his team. And he's averaging like fourteen a game, and Oregon's not playing well. So mm-hmm. they, I did say he was the key. Yeah, you you said he was the key, and uh, yeah, at this point he is. He's everything they have. And he's Lewis even King has been the anything. key now. Yeah. Oh, they're not making the tournament unless they win that Pac-12. I mean, hell, they could though. Is it possible? <laughs> they could. As of and right now, they're gonna steal a bid from like like random teams that should be in. The way I'm looking at it right now. I think a pa- if a Pac-12 team not named Washington wins the tournament, I think they might be a twelve or above seed. And I'm not joking right now. And like the thing about that is, <laughs> but like, that's insane. Most la- there's never been a power conference team that won their that won their five? tournament and wasn't going to be an at large. Like when's the last time that happened? Mm, I don't know. Like a like a like a power conference team being a 12, 13, 14, 15 seed. Ugh. It just it doesn't happen. <laughs> No, I don't think that's ever happened. I mean, the best team in the conference is Washington, and as of right now, they're going to be. Well, like you got they're going like to be a single digit Murray seed. State, but, yeah. Like if they lose their conference mm-hmm. championship, they, they're out. They they mean they probably won't be in. Yeah, but like they they would beat like, the hell out of beat him. the hell of a lot of Pac-12 teams. Yeah, and could possibly but win like, it, and they would be in it yeah. if they were in the Pac-12. Murray State just has to win their uh, conference title, and I I feel like they will. John Morant, Jay Morant, uh, come on, he's Jay Morant, he's Jam, he's unstoppable. <laughs> I, I want to see him in the tournament so badly. Like, you never know what could happen. And that's lose. what pissed me off so much if they this lose in the tournament. Yeah. But 
I, I think we could have an in- another interesting crop of like. Honestly, I think it's a good year for mid majors. Yeah. Like Lipscomb's good. I know Louisville played them. Louisville They're not bad. They can definitely beat teams. They beat TCU yeah. at TCU. Uh, Belmont's good. Wofford has the or shoots a bunch of threes and is pretty good. And is right now projected to be an at large bid. Oh my god. We talked about like the uh, the usual suspects like Gonzaga, Nevada, Buffalo, like those teams. Mm-hmm. But I think there's just a lot of other teams in uh, non power conferences that are good. Like Loyola Chicago is going to be a 15 seed. I saw Kentucky was projected to play them. No, thank you. Get no. Sister Jean out of here. No. I, don't, I don't want any part of her. <laughs> I'm all for it. Uh, I'll, oh, look, if they play like, like, okay, if I'm the NCAA, I'm putting Loyola Chicago, if they win their tournament, as like a 15 seed play in North Carolina or Duke or, so, or Virginia or something like that. Why? I just feel like we're, because that'd be entertaining as hell. Everybody would watch Sister Jean versus Zion. <laughs> what about Sister Jean versus UK? It's the same thing. I don't want that, guys. Because we I lose. Know. I don't want any. But like the, you're yeah, not yeah, yeah. Lose. I, what I'm saying is, it would be inter- it would be a lot. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Like I feel like we're gonna have a fun, fun first round because there's a lot of upsets that can happen, and I don't think the middle of the pack this year is, is that good. No. Like you told me, like Kansas could definitely get upset no, in the first no. round. Villanova lost to Furman and Penn. They, we know these teams aren't that good. First two days are gonna be exciting. The oh, best, uh, the best two days in college basketball well, Marquette, are gonna be so even better. better Marquette may be like a two seed. And, oh, and they yeah. could lose. They could lose first. They could they lose could first lose. round, but they could also eat, get to the final. They could get four to the final four, riding Marcus which is fun. Back. Yeah. Oh, there's so many fun teams this year. Uh, like, to I mean, not okay, not in that sense, but like, there's team. There's a lot of teams that could lose first round or make a or make a run to the elite eight, and you. It's basically a coin flip. Like the bracket challenge this year. Like last year, I think it was pretty. Like most of, most of the teams in the elite eight were pretty good. A, Besides Kentucky's region, where just things went haywire, most of the most of the uh, other ones were pretty be simple. Like at least two. Yeah. Of the, the, like, yeah. Division. like Florida State made it, and it was like what? And then, but like you had Michigan, Villanova, Kansas, Duke, Texas Tech, Villanova. I feel like we're headed for this year a Final Four, where it's just like, oh yeah, we expected this. It's Duke, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Gonzaga, yeah. or Virginia. I, mean, I think or, Duke is a for sure. You don't think Duke's for sure? No, I do think Duke I, is for I, sure. Yeah, I think there's just you're. It's gonna take something special to beat them, yeah. unless they're just like unless they face Syracuse again or something, or a zone or a team that puts a zone and they just miss all their threes. I don't see how anybody other yeah. than another top five teams beating them. Yeah, like unless I know somehow, like a team like Tennessee even mm-hmm. somehow becomes a two seed and they're thrown in with Duke, but I don't think they do that. Yeah. Like, well, let's be, talk about that. That'd be rough. Who do or one seeds? So that bracket projection came out uh, last Saturday, and it had the number one overall seed is Duke over Tennessee, which I found interesting. And then it had Virginia and um, well, Duke's just beat, Gonzaga. beating more teams. Yeah, yeah. And they had uh, Virginia and then Gonzaga as the other one seeds. And Kentucky was the top two. Uh, and then you had Michigan, Michigan State, maybe, or maybe Michigan State fell out because they lost to freaking Illinois. But okay, so yeah, you have those teams. Are those? You think those are the one seeds? Like, do you think Virginia? What are they? Twenty and two right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go to the ACC with two losses, which yeah. I think they could, will probably do, unless mm-hmm. they lose in the conference. They play. I, I'm telling North Carolina again tonight. I'm interested to see how both teams handle that matchup. I mean, Louisville plays them twice, but I don't. I don't even try. Louisville them. beats them. I don't even try. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't even just, try. It's like playing Alabama I can't, in football. I can't stand watching. Yeah. Watching, like, mm-hmm. Louisville play them. Oh yeah. No like, what happens, it always goes bad. We, okay, so the one seed's for sure the winner of the ACC. For sure. Like, no matter what, the winner of the ACC is a one seed. Winner of the SEC, Same, if it's UK or Tennessee. Well, yeah, but like, the best team in the well, SEC. I know. This, LSU's I not, a, I, even though they've got the same record as Kentucky, like, I'm pretty, I feel pretty confident we're going to beat them tomorrow. I don't know. I just don't, I don't take LSU, LSU seriously. Yeah. No, They're 9 and 1 in league play, which is impressive, but still, like, I don't. Tennessee and Kentucky will beat them. Yeah. So okay, so ACC winner, SEC winner, and then what's the what's the argument for Gonzaga? Like if Gonzaga wins out, but like say Kentucky or Virginia or whoever loses out on those two conference races, yeah. Say whoever does that like loses two more games, and like say they lose, like but say also have Tennessee and Kentucky wins. split, and then one of them loses in the in the. Uh, yeah conference tournament and it's like i think you can't are you putting the, you that team in over allow gonzaga? gonzaga to have a one seed at that point yeah i i mean it's tough they already see sl- slated gonzaga as a one seed 
when definitely Kentucky and Virginia have more good wins. If they win out, then how are you going to be like, okay, you're not a one seed anymore. But the net still Especially if the other teams lose. The net still calculates. Yeah. The net. You're like strength of win and shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. Because also, you got to think Michigan's probably still a factor. We probably have, honestly, like six teams that are a factor right now to get a one seed. You got Michigan, Kentucky, Virginia, Gonzaga, Duke, Tennessee. I'll give an outside shot to Carolina if they can win against Virginia if tonight. They win, if they like, they need a lot of get them. a lot of wins and then win the ACC. You beat Virginia and Duke, which that's a tall, tall order. Uh, <laughs> then yeah, you're probably a one seed. But I'm not taking them seriously right now. I think those are the six teams the one seeds are coming from, and I know for sure either Duke or Virginia and Tennessee or Kentucky is a one seed. Like I'm 100% confident those are two of them. And then it's just gonna see it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting argument between say you have Michigan, Virginia, Kentucky, and Gonzaga, happen, and it's like who's the last ones? Louisville were to play five games against one seed. That's crazy. That'd be Tennessee, Duke, two against Virginia, and Kentucky. And then Kentucky, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Rough. And then possibly <laughs> like in the conference tournament, mm-hmm. even more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. In theory, you'll probably play one of them. That's possible. <laughs> right now, I think we're fifth. You're fifth in the conference? Yeah. Behind uh, Virginia, Duke, Carolina. Virginia, Duke, Carolina, and Florida State. Oh, yeah, Florida State. No, we might be tied with Florida State, but they get the... They got the tiebreaker. Y'all don't play them again, do you? Mm-mm. Mm. And we play, like, Duke and Virginia twice, so mm-hmm. we're probably going to lose. Yeah. At least, Wait, you, at least two. You played both those teams twice? No. Like, we, I said Duke, and then we played Virginia twice. Oh, yeah, that's three games. Yeah, your all schedule's kind of backloaded. And then after... Louisville's is. Uh, other than that, we really don't play anybody. Yeah, honestly, like the we ACC. Play, is... We play Wake Forest. No, no, no. We don't play Wake Forest. Boston College, Notre Dame. Oh my gosh. Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's well, like, maybe it. I I feel Syracuse. like none of these conferences are as good as they were last year. Like the ACC, I feel like was much stronger it's, last it's, year than um, they were this year. Like not as much depth. As yeah, really like is. the I'm just saying, like the co- the country in whole. Like the Big Twelve definitely There's isn't not as good as, many as they were. Good teams, yeah. relatively. The SEC's not as good as it was last year. The ACC's not. The Big Ten is probably better, but other than that, it's like the Big Twelve's heavy. not. Yeah, it's just it's not as uh, spread out the talent. Yeah, I think the good teams are beating everybody else. And last year, like a seven-loss Kansas team was a one seed. Mm. Like that happened. <laughs> it's mm. crazy. So, I mean, I, I think we're headed for a march where it's a lot of fun for the first few weeks, but then at the end of the at the end of the like the regionals it's like, oh, we're sitting with these four super good teams mm. and this is who we thought it would be all along. But at least we had the fun and entertaining couple weeks where everybody's getting upset. Yeah. I, I could totally see the for the second time ever a 4-1 seed final four. I well, you too. could always see that, but well, no, but like last year, nobody if thought like Xavier. Lose, though, Xavier wasn't making the Final Four. Virginia, yeah. and we had Virginia. Like there was teams that you were like uh, you were skeptical of going mm, into the Villanova. I was confident. Everybody was. Oh yeah, I like we every yeah. By the end of the year, it was pretty obvious Villanova was the best team. Yeah. Like at the end of the tournament, it was like okay, they just kind of they beat everybody in this tournament by ten points or more. So yeah, they were a pretty good champion, I'd say. I don't know. They were. Uh, but we got what four weeks left in the regular season. Uh, we got this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, we have four weeks left. Uh, there's a lot of good games down the stretch. Uh, Kentucky and Tennessee play twice. Uh, Virginia plays North Carolina, and then Duke plays North Carolina too. So that's interesting. There's still to watch. a lot of big games. That, a lot of games that can shape conference races <laughs> and NCAA races. For oh yeah, season. yeah, and to get in the tournament because I feel like it's just gonna be. We say, it's like this every year. The bubble is just a shit show. How many, Nobody's that good. How many guarantees <laughs> right now do you think we have? Like, to go and get into the tournament. How many guaranteed o- outside teams? Outside of, like, winning your conference. Right now? Like, who teams that I just know are going to be in? Yes, but, like, like how many do you think? Don't, you don't have to name them all. Cause I, I mean, I think there's, like, 20. There's maybe 10 or 15. Yeah, like, there's not a lot. Like, there's definitely... <laughs> teams are... I'd say there's not a lot of teams safe. Because... I'm looking at the AP poll right now. I think most of the top 20 is pretty guaranteed. But then you get to, I mean, Iowa. After that, you, I, Iowa, I think. Is Buffalo's probably, probably not getting a uh, an at-large if they don't win their conference. Or, I mean, they might end up, but it's not set in stone. Like, do we think Auburn's probably in? Cincinnati's probably in. 
Washington's probably in. Like, and then you get like to Lipscomb, TCU, and then Texas and Clemson. Like, those aren't good teams this year. Texas, Texas, Jesus. Texas is getting votes Texas in the AP poll. So they have ten bad. losses. Oh my gosh. I know. Uh, it, to me, it's just technically it, Louisville could have ten losses. It's a year of right remarkable now. mediocrity right now, and yeah. yeah, that's good though. I like that. But hey, the top like the Duke Virginia matchups were good. Like we've had a lot of good games between these top teams. Like Tennessee played Duke. Or, I mean Tennessee played Gonzaga, and that was an awesome game. Gonzaga beat Duke. That was cool. And then Virginia's played Duke and Kansas. They were up there at one point, but they've played Tennessee. Uh, so yeah, there's just been a lot of good games, and there's gonna be more. And uh, between the top teams. Oh, another team. Okay, wait. We haven't even mentioned this team, but Houston is climbing up into the number, into the top ten. Mm. I've watched Houston. They don't have Rob Gray, the dude with the man bun anymore. But hey, they still play hard. Kelvin Sampson. Why not? <laughs> I told you I watched their game against Cincinnati. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Couple good players. Yeah. Couple good players, guys. That'll get you somewhere. Just a couple. <laughs> like I think they're legit. I, I think they're probably one of the ten best teams. As stupid as that sounds. <laughs> All right, oh, that makes me nervous. We've talked about college for <laughs> forty minutes now. Um, we'll switch over to the NBA. The deadline has passed. Anthony Davis was not dealt, and uh, there's a lot of controversy surrounding him at this point. Um, is he going to play? Is he injured? Yeah, he uh, did play. Are they going to get fined? Yeah, like they're playing him, but then they're benching him the last fifteen minutes of the game. Like it is just a He's mess right booed. now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think both. I think AD has not handled this situation as well i think rich paul didn't handle the situation well i don't think yeah i heard this but like he might just say you know what this agency just messed it up like i was supposed to go to the lakers and ask for a trade and now i'm not and now my image is looking worse by the day because the uh leadership at new orleans has basically have basically crucified my image and it's not necessarily that they're doing anything wrong but like what has he gotten from this new agency like clutch has not done much for him in fact, yeah. you'd, you'd argue that AD stock right now, like, people look at AD worse than they did when he joined uh, Clutch. Yeah. When, you, when he joined Clutch, it was probably like, okay, well, eventually I'm just going to end up with LeBron, but it's not, that's not how it ended up. I don't know if it's an image thing. Or I guess, I mean, it is for I mean, the fans, but like, with the fans, but not on the, an, on the business side of it. They, they don't really care about your image unless you're like... Well, like, no, players definitely care about their image because it. No, I'm talking their about image corporate. helps sell themselves. Like, okay, would you rather be Russell Westbrook or James Harden? James Harden. James Harden's image is way better, better than Westbrook. Yeah, but, like, he's yes, he's also player. a much better player. But each has won an MVP. And you could already, and there's people that would argue before the beginning of this season Russell was better or had done more and more accomplished. But people, I'd say, in general, weren't as polarized by Westbrook as, or as Harden as they were by Westbrook. What has is, what is Westbrook done to polarize himself? Well, like, I don't know, just the triple-double and, like, this quotes he says and how he like, like calls out KD yeah. like his image he's, is just different. He's not now. really good with the media. He's a more <laughs> abrasive, more like and yet he's self oriented. He's still superstar. one of the most valuable players. Yeah. in the NBA. What I'm just saying it's a difference of image. Like James Harden's a more reserved guy and he just doesn't talk a lot and he's got the beard and he just kind of plays basketball. Well, that's that's a and he flops and he whines and that's kind of him. And Russell Westbrook's more of a hard nosed guy that'll just say whatever he's thinking. I know, but I think a fan, make a fan is going to have his or her preference. No matter mm-hmm. what, like, do you think this season's been good for Jimmy Butler's image? Like Jimmy Butler, oh, absolutely. Jimmy Butler shoes are not selling as high as much as they probably were when he was in Chicago two years ago. Because like now he's now like most like NBA fans so? are like like he's gotten killed on Twitter this year. And you can just by tell. You? No, no, no. <laughs> but like by like I don't know people. Like, it's definitely like. When you say you effing need me and all the stuff he's done and like requesting the trade, also, like, nah, like I feel like people in the media like are not giving Jimmy you Butler think, an easy go. You think go. KD's stock went down when he when he, even though he got all the it's different when you're like yeah. people bash him on social media, but his jersey's probably selling better than ever. His I mean, all his like shoes mm-hmm. like oh yeah because moving to Golden State's a total like he's moving to a contender. That doesn't. That, but we're talking about image. But like, yeah. But Anthony Davis. His image was ruined. He, people literally call him a snake, and yet yeah. his business is better than ever for him. But also, his image is also good because now he's a two times Finals MVP. If, but even when he got traded, people were like, <laughs> yeah, people. About, yeah. It's more about the player than the personality, really. Well, obviously, yeah, the player is most important, but the image is important too. It's important. It's not as important as you're making it out to be, though. 
I'm saying no. I'm saying also they, they care about their image. I mean, I actually I do like, care. I care about people's image. Yeah, but like, like KD, the casual NBA fan or the yeah. casual like basketball fan isn't really gonna care. They might not care about the image, but they they like consume the image. They like, do if but, they don't like. But it's but it doesn't affect like the business. Like if they're like, oh shit, KD's a, a loser, and then they're like, well, okay, that's how we're gonna be. We think KD's an idiot, and because I don't follow basketball that well, and I just know he tr- he uh, left his team to go join the best team. And people are like, but those then, people aren't the ones that are making money. Yeah, they're not the ones that are. But making I'm, the But NBA I'm saying money. like the image matters to the players. Like KD, like he had that. Twitter, well, yeah, he, he, that, he yeah. cares. Yeah, LeBron but definitely cares. You think so? About uh, his image, I think he cares. I think he cares a lot. I, mean, I think he cares not as much as KD. Oh I, yeah, I, 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 I think don't know, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe. But like, I'm if, forgetting he, if Anthony Davis cares about his image and how he's perceived, he wants to be perceived as a guy winning championships and going to the finals with. And play with the best player ever. I, mean, I don't. If you're any reasonable person, unless you're a New Orleans fan, would, like, like, I feel would like, see that he was just making a business. And now it looks himself. like Anthony Davis. Like they're not playing him. They're act like. And now I I don't like how I he's would be mad at this. the management. That's not his fault. That's management's fault. I feel like he could have just done this in the off season and it would have gone over a lot better than doing it now. Well, there's ob- obviously well, there's, it would have. Probably stuff we don't know. I mean, that's revisionist history to say that he should have requested a trade in the summer instead of now. Because yeah, I mean, because if he was, then it would if he did, and then they would have won. They would have went to the finals. Then yeah. like he would look like the smartest dude ever. Oh and yeah, people would love him. But now, but like he didn't get traded, and I don't know who he blames that on. His agent. You can yeah yeah he's probably gonna blame the agent, and it's like well. Shoot, if I'm not going to end up going to the Lakers after all because it doesn't look like the Pelicans want to negotiate with them, why am I signed with Clutch? It's no one's I don't fault. Know. It's a lot. It's, it's not, a, not there's not a lot of individuals' fault, except I don't know. I blame the Pelicans mostly because they were asking ridiculous. Amounts. But also, I think the Pelicans can get a better offer in the summer from the Celtics. Did you see what they were offering him from the Celtics? Yeah, dude, you give me Tatum. Tatum's better by far than any of the players the Lakers were going to give up. Plus, they're you offering him two first. You could picks. get. Yeah, but also Boston has better first round picks yeah. to offer. Like they can give yeah, yeah. you Memphis's or the, the Sacramento Kings pick or the Heat. Yeah, yeah, they have all kinds of picks that they can offer. What's up with the Heat? The I just heat? realized that they like, like two of their picks are like. Yeah, I don't know how their picks keep getting them. thrown around. Yeah, like, yeah. The the uh, Sixers pick. The Sixers. Sixers have their pick or mm-hmm. just traded it to um the Clippers. Yeah. All right. So AD staying in New Orleans. We'll see. Is he gonna like? If I was the uh, what are the odds he signs there in the off season? Oh, zero. <laughs> yeah. I mean, after next season, <laughs> like yeah, he stays yeah. all the way for another year? Yeah. No way, unless they trade for LeBron. <laughs> it's Paul George times two <laughs> with all those uh, with all those um, assets they have. Yeah, but didn't wait? Didn't yeah? Didn't Paul George like complain endlessly last last year and like everyone thought that he was gone? That's why he didn't. From the Thunder. Yeah, everybody thought he was gonna leave because like there was a bunch of leaks. It was like the same type of stuff. That we're seeing with like KD and the Knicks, where except it's like, Anthony Davis straight up said, "I'm I'm yeah. requesting a trade. I went out." Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, he's going to the Lakers to play with LeBron, or he's just going to the Lakers because that's where he na- he named that as his as his preferred destination when he was getting traded from Indianapolis." I, I hate, but Indiana. I hate that that's part of his image because everyone knows. Like, if he would have mm-hmm. just kept quiet, then like stuff would have leaked, and people mm-hmm. would have been like, "Hey, this is." Probably where he wants to go. He wants to go to the yeah. Celtics, the Knicks, yeah. or the Lakers. Like people will just know that. But if he directly says that, then it somehow affects his image. And then it, it's going to make it harder for the Lakers to actually trade for them because now they know they, no, don't, they, they don't have any yeah. leverage. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. What? A lot of <laughs> what are people doing outside this room, the studio? They're laughing. They're having fun. We don't like it. Bit, but you don't like at it. this point, if I'm the uh, Pelicans and I'm Del Demps, the GM, mm-hmm. I'm sending Anthony Davis's ass home. And I'm saying you're not playing another minute for the Pelicans. We'll Go take, to your room. <laughs> we'll take our $100,000 fine per game, and we'll just say, "Hey, look, what's this going to be? A three million dollar fine at the end of the day? Come on, that's worth. That's worth. That's worth because that's worth look, the fans not what doing. Can, what can happen? Anthony Davis can help you win games. Well, you don't want to do that. You want to tank, have a better chance at getting well, how about Zion. You just trade him before well, the deadline. <laughs> but but look, here's you can. They, I think they can get like that. Lakers offer will probably still be on the table if they actually want him in the offseason. Cause, and also, they're going to have to compete with the Celtics, who couldn't trade for him right now. How, how much do you think their ticket sales have gone down? The Pelicans? Yeah. I don't think they were like ever single, good to begin I mean, with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, yeah, probably not. But like, imagine like next game. year you're able to sell your— Drew Holiday sells uh, all the tickets. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just after, it's just after like, the, uh, the NFL season. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're, they like would have expected it to grow, and then all this stuff happened. So. And now it's like, we don't like our superstar. Our superstar hates us. Yeah, because they didn't trade. <laughs> Superstar, yeah. 
So yeah, I'm sending Anthony Davis home. I'm saying, look, we want to tank this year, and then we still have Drew Holiday. We still have Julius Randle, who's playing really well, averaging 20 and 10 so far. And then guess what? We can trade for we can trade and get Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and a couple other assets and some picks. And then we have a high draft pick. So look, we could get like a Jay Morant, and that's a that's a good future. Like I feel like that's something that New Orleans fans should be should be excited about. If next year they're sitting with Holiday, Tatum, Brown, they don't wait. Randall, they and know that... like Zion. Like imagine if you had like I don't know why you would want to win games right now and keep Anthony Davis out there because also the biggest thing is he can get injured and then that just destroys the trade. And Anthony Davis is historically injury prone even though he's been Ooh, he's been better the past I mean, few seasons. But like he missed half a year. Yeah. How long ago? It was three years. And also, he's just, yeah. I mean, and then, and just in general, like, why would you even risk it, risk an injury with a guy that, like, yeah. <laughs> plays as hard as he does? Because, like, it could easily happen. Like, we see it every year. A superstar goes down because of some awful injury, like uh, Oladipo did this year, Cousins did last year. I mean, like, the Pelicans know this. Like, you're, and then, look, you couldn't trade Cousins. Yeah. And, like, you saw he ended up signing for $5 million. To, for Golden State, so like obviously his and value decreased a lot. They got yeah. nothing out of it. They lost Buddy Heald and some picks for uh, a year, a half a year yeah. to Marcus Cousins. Uh, half an MVP season. Half an MVP season. Yeah, and then they got an MVP season from Davis or MVP level. Yeah. Everyone's just getting screwed in this whole ordeal. And now we just get a notification that the some tampering investigations going on. With LeBron? Yeah. Wait. Between possible tampering with 76ers GM Elton Brand. And, no, Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons. I've apparently, apparently met up and talked. Yeah, they said they wanted I saw that. They said they wanted to practice together this summer. Yeah. I don't know. I, a Ben Simmons-LeBron Lakers team? That's weird. Why didn't they? That's I like mean, a... No, 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 no. That's amazing. Okay, so like, I, I, okay, I read this. I heard that you talks... Want, what, who do you want... The ball in the hands of like Ben Simmons. Oh, uh, maybe if maybe if like LeBron in like f- in four years when LeBron's just like a post player who's thirty eight. <laughs> like oh. Ben Simmons can't be like an off ball guy, really. Yeah, he can't at all. And like, why would you just have? A and you don't want to take the ball out of LeBron's hands. You don't want to, but just get rid of the whole ISO thing where you just let LeBron stay at the key. Just do what the Rockets do. Of, do what the Rockets do and do a double ISO where they have just take Chris okay, Paul and Harden. They play at a slow pace. And, and then, then you just, have Anthony. Da- yeah. And then they should have had Anthony Davis staying on That'd the block. That'd be crazy. Okay, no. Remember the trade I said? I said just swap Davis for Ben Simmons. I was reading, and that was apparently discussed. That was on the table. They didn't do it, but there were preliminary talks. I was like, yeah, should have done it. What would the 76ers look like? Be McConnell. They'd have the best front court in the league. Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, oh, Joel well, Embiid. I don't think they Anthony trade for Davis. Tobias Harris if they've got Anthony Davis. Oh, well, they, Let's talk they about kind of did that before, though. Let's talk they? about the 76ers right now. Do they have the second-best starting five in the NBA? Ooh. Obviously, we're going to go Curry, Thompson, Durant, Green, Cousins, Cousins. one, right? Like that's, that's the best lineup of all time. Debatable. Okay, but let's talk about the yeah. Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. I feel like that's second in the NBA right now. There's not – the Raptors Especially isn't better. J.J. Redick may be the yeah. worst one, and he's playing really well this and year. And he is a perfect fit in that uh, it's lineup. probably his best year Cause he in can, his career. Yeah. All those dudes are good defenders except for Redick, so you can just hide Redick on the worst player. The worst guard. <laughs> and, I mean, like, I know he's a terrible defender, but you're not giving up that much. And especially for a guy that can hit threes like him. I I love their lineup. We, we've seen for a couple games. They scored 143 points on the Lakers. Beat them 143-120. I have to say, is are the Sixers the new favorite in the East? Mm-hmm. Over, yes. over Milwaukee, over... Toronto over over Boston for sure yeah over Toronto with I mean dude that that's I'm I'm looking at matchups right now they need some backups they need to go get some buyout guys but wise with the uh, Celtics could be weird yeah Tobias Tobias I don't I don't know how a Tobias but like no they're kind of similar made up because like Harris and Butler are similar similar. they're similar to like the the Tatum Brown like uh like it's a similar uh, wing situation to but that. But they're younger. And I'd say that the 
the Sixers are. I'd say Harrison Butler is better than Tatum Brown, or Tatum yeah. Hayward, or whoever's out there for him, well, yeah. or Tatum Marcus Morris. Like, did Tobias Harris ever make an All Star game? I think he did. I don't think he did. I think we've had this discussion before, and I guarantee that he did. Tobias and Harris? And I was wrong. You can look it up. <laughs> I think I guaranteed Drew Holiday had made an All Star game. He hasn't. Him and Mike Conley are the are dudes that haven't. I think. That's who I thought. Yeah. Mike Conley has never made an All Star game. Poor guy. Poor fella. I guess, uh, no, was it you all day? Maybe I said my comment. I it was one of them. Yeah. It was one of them. It was like 2010. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, back to the original question. Is is that the second best starting five in the NBA? I, I, I think it has to be, right? Talent-wise, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like from a pure, like, if, I have, if I'm going five on five at the park, <laughs> on like, a, on like a, just a basketball court at some random public park, like, I think I'm taking that five over any five other than the uh, Warriors. Yeah. Now I'm not saying they're gonna win the finals or go to yeah, the, get to the finals. Yeah, coaching means. and bench and shit. Like yeah, yeah. Like, Bre- they still have Brett Brown as their coach. Remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the guy that couldn't, not the greatest. The guy that had Simmons and Embiid. I like and Milwaukee's coach beat better. But. <laughs> Celtics without Kyrie or uh, Hayward. So yeah. Uh, okay, but I have to say, is the East? The East at the bottom is awful and nowhere near as good as the West. But like I'm saying, at the top, I feel like the East is better. Like the top, the top four, four teams. Four, I think yeah. are. I think. One hundred percent. Toronto, uh, Milwaukee, Philly, Boston is better than. Uh, Warriors. Yeah, Warriors, OKC, Houston, Nuggets. Nuggets. I think. Ugh. Let's just do it out. All right. That's so, hard though, because. Thunder, mm. I really like. I really this year. like the Thunder this year. They Paul play George good defense. An amazing year. Paul George is an MVP candidate. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to win because Harden is going on a tear we've never seen before. What was it like? Eight straight games with thirty points and like hey, four whoa, with whoa, like fifty. No, it's like twenty something straight with thirty points at this point. Do you remember Lindsay? <laughs> Dude, I swear his Harden is on one of the most impressive offensive runs in the history of the NBA since. Russell Westbrook's true. I, I was looking at it. His run over, yeah. his like ten game average. Yeah, no. It's his ten crazy. game run he had like in January, uh, it mm-hmm. was up there. Only two dudes have had a better run. Yeah, Wilt Will Chamberlain and, and Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are two of the best basketball players ever. I would say two so. of the best ten at least. <laughs> you put Will in your top ten? Yeah. And it, oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I'm joking. I mean, <laughs> I think he's got to be right. Harden averaged second best center averages thirty seven points per game. That's insane. How many dudes have averaged thirty seven points a game it's in the history of the been league? A while. Will Chamberlain. Since Will Chamberlain and Michael Jordan, I think, are the only dudes to ever I average. I thought Michael that many Jordan averaged thirty six. Yeah, he might have even been less. How like, how crazy? Like, I think the <laughs> the most I can remember somebody averaging was like thirty two. Speak up. Um, <laughs> I was thinking. You were thinking and, like, and trying speaking. to talk. Yeah, I know. You can't. You can't multitask. I think Kobe else. Bryant was the most I've like witnessed or remember. Yeah. In a season, it was thirty-two. Mm. Yeah, hard. Uh, we are not like this James Harden run, and all of it is unassisted, which is even crazier. Yeah. I mean, how many? He had like three hundred straight points. It's like the opposite. Unassisted. It's so funny compared yeah. to like Clay Thompson because Clay Thompson. Oh, Clay Thompson doesn't, doesn't dribble. Doesn't put the ball in the air. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure James Harden probably took more dribbles in one game this year than Clay Thompson will take in months. The entire year. Which is crazy, and they're both super good players and all star, all NBA players points. possibly. Yeah. I mean. Harden this year is averaging thirty six point six points on forty four percent from the field, thirty eight percent from the three point line, thirty seven and a half, and he's taking thirteen three pointers a game. <laughs> Can we talk about? Uh, I say take more. That's crazy. Point, the, the best off ball players of all time. We'll talk about that sometime because in the off like season. I, I I would almost like guarantee you can't find one better than Clay Thompson. A better fit. Let's just talk. That was on our no, okay. Well, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna call him a I role player. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a superstar role player, but he yeah. is te- like technically he is a the... role. Anyone who takes four dribbles in a game is a role player. Right. Like I'm serious. Like you can't you can't tell me that. Like that's just that's it's just crazy. it sounds weird. But he's a super but he's a superstar role player. Yeah. 
if that makes any that's sense. That's why they're one of the. That's why they're probably the but best is, team of is all time. He the best role player of all time, or I don't even want to say role player because it sounds awful. But like, like, like that he takes four dribbles. Like you take four dribbles and score. I think he's the like he's the points. most like he's the perfect NBA player. He's the perfect. Uh, he's the perfect player to have on your team. There is the no team in non- the. There's no team in the history of the NBA that wouldn't have benefited from having Klay Thompson, I think we can safely oh, say. Because yeah, he plays really good defense, he's really smart, he passes well, and he doesn't, he's un, he's completely he's unselfish. He's actually an amazing defender. Yeah, he's actually a very, no, very like, good defender. They, I think, who did they put him on? They, they had him on LeBron for a little while. Oh, hate, and Kyrie, oh, yeah. actually. They had him on Kyrie. It was Kyrie. And then, and then he, they switched off, and that's when he hit the three. He is one of the best on ball defenders in the NBA. The shot like, that Kyrie hit. It's crazy. That, like, Steph, was, yeah. No, it was over Clay, but it no, was, it was amazing. No, defense. it was over Steph. No, and he switched off of okay. him. I remember. Uh, I rewatched the one seasons. I'm thinking about. No, the one where he steps back and the Cavs win the finals. Yeah, oh, but like that was over Steph. That was over Clay because it was an amazing defense. <sighs> and it was I don't a know. Shot. Right. I'm pretty sure it was Steph because they were like because I remember them setting a shit ton of screens to switch off because of Clay's yeah. amazing defense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it didn't work. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. You could be. You never know. I'm serious. I mean, it worked out. Like, but Mm -hmm. is he, would he, I think we've already talked about this like a long time ago, but would Clay Thompson be a superstar by himself? Yes. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, dude, he would average 20 anyway. If he was the best player on the team. If he just, if because we don't know how good he is at dribbling, like, and also. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We don't, we don't know how good an ISO player is. Because he's not, he's not a playmaker. um, They won, (laughs) they won a finals with him as their second best player. Uh, back in 2015. Who's the worst point guard in the league? We have talked about this. The, who's yeah, the worst the, point guard in the like starting point guard? Starting point guard. Uh, DJ Augustine. Put DJ Augustine on a team with with uh, Clay Thompson. That's. If you put Clay Thompson on the on the. No, Magic. Give, just give Clay Thompson a shitty point guard. He doesn't average 20 points a game. Dude, I bet he averages more because they give him more shots. We've talked about this. Mm. He would definitely like if you've got Clay Thompson on your team but and you're still, the Magic, but he, you're gonna give him more shots. You're not but winning. He's you're gonna, not winning the game though. He's gonna you're be not more. Yeah, games. but like you need more ta- in any game you he's have. He's gonna like, be more no, open for no, no, teams. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. That's not true. Hold on, hold on. He's gonna be more open for the Warriors because they gotta well, yeah. worry more about Curry. Well, not more, but like, like Clay Thompson's gonna take more difficult shots, but he's gonna take more. He's gonna take more shots, so he's gonna score more. But their teams won't. His team won't win games. Well, yeah, but like that, you're taking you can't, him off. No, you can't say that about any player. You're taking you can him only off the say Warriors. That about, you can really only say that about him, or not only. And Draymond and Demarcus Cousins teams well, haven't a traditionally won. I mean, yeah, who, but Dray- Draymond's. Who uh, on that team is winning titles alone? <laughs> Nobody's Curry. winning titles alone. Curry. There's one player in Curry. the. There is one Steph player in the NBA right now that could win a title alone, and LeBron that's LeBron. James. Besides that, everybody. No. I think Curry. Not with like the can. superstar, like the the super cheap. System that we have exactly like you're not gonna. How many guys are there that you can just put on a team that'll automatically make them a contender? Okay, let's say redraft and one team gets Clay Thompson, yeah, and like the talent spread out equally over the league. Mm -hmm. I'm not picking the Clay Thompson team to do anything, not even make the playoffs. It, depend, it depends on the rest of the makeup of the team. Like if I've got like if I put Clay Thompson if got on, a, if they've got an above average point guard, they could do all right. Yeah, but there's a lot of above average point guards. Like I would, if Clay Thompson's on Dallas with Luka Doncic, like that is awesome. Like that that's a really good team. Clay Thompson's probably scoring even more than he does now because he's taking more shots. He's taking and more he's, shots, but he's taking more difficult shots. I mean, yeah, his percentage, his efficiency might drop, but that happens. His efficiency with, would drop him insane. But that's he's one of the most efficient players in the league. But I mean, anybody's efficiency is gonna stop. Sure, like stop. Do like that much? Yeah, I mean, Isn't any player's like efficiency said, like gonna said, drop if the they get more shots? I think, he's, a, I, for I think he's in the perfect position for himself. Oh, I think he's in the perfect I role, think, and I don't think he wants to leave. I think, I think being on the Warriors on makes team, you in a great position. Yeah, <laughs> you put him on a team with a superstar and another like all-star reserve, then well, you that have makes an everybody team. better. Ten. You're no. saying you're saying you don't think Clay Thompson's one of those ten best guys that can lead a franchise to the playoffs by himself. I don't yeah. think he can lead. I don't a think team. he is either. No, but I think his peak comes when he has. He can be the second best player on, on a title an, team. On a title team, like I that's what you like. I mean, there's a, how many dudes do we have in the NBA no, that can? Best. He might be the fourth best right now. There might be. There might be four players in the league that can be the best player on a title team. There might be four players in the entire NBA. I think Braun, Harden. I mean, look, KD, Steph, Harden. Okay, mate, we might have to expand. LeBron this. and LeBron. I, dude, Anthony Davis, like, I don't even know about him right now. I mean, but if you have more, like, he, he really hasn't yeah. played with, like, 
much. Yeah, yeah he could be the best player, but Giannis, Paul George. I don't. Dude, can Giannis win the title this year? I don't think not so. Not this year, but like look right at his now. Team. Right now, he I doesn't have anybody. exactly. Like I don't think you can win the but title. He could be the best player on the top on the team that wins player it. Player in the league right now. Yes, he could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think if you added Anthony Davis, if you if you had yes. a team with Giannis, Anthony Davis, but like who's the best player? <laughs> no, no, Giannis, Clay Thompson, and give me uh, decent guard. Give me, a, any, give me a yeah. No, nah, not that. Like a little bit better. Okay, yeah, you can't Terry win with Terry Rozier as your third best Which, player. Uh, no, he wouldn't. Kyle Lowry. Give me Kyle Lowry. Give me Kyle Lowry. Conley. That's a that's a championship team. That's a championship level team. Yeah, I can. They can compete. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that, well, okay, back to my point. Back to my. Point. But they're not beating. Are, they're they're like not beating the Warriors like that team. Team with. Well, Giannis, Giannis, and, Giannis has Chris Middleton. He's an awesome. Giannis Clay. Uh, give me Chris Middleton. No, because he plays nah, the same Chris, position. I don't. I don't think Chris, Chris Middleton. Right. Yeah, my but my point is, my point is, Clay Thompson is Chris be- Middleton is, is, be is at his best when he is the second or third best. But player. I'd say that's how most players in the NBA are. There's a very, very. There's seven or eight no, dudes. No, Anthony Davis is best when he's the best okay. player. There's the seven players. Unless you're playing with a freak like LeBron. There are seven players in this league that are can be the best player on the on a title team. I don't think it's any more than that. I mean, if you have the current system where we have super teams, yeah, but if we're, talent, yeah. If in a well, there's just world, an abundance of talent. <laughs> but if there's a perfect world where talent is spread equally, mm-hmm. then there's a bunch, there's more than that. that yeah, but I'm talking about right now. and Well, yeah, yeah, but then it would be the same dude. If talent was spread equally, the, the teams with the best players would still be the best teams. And you'd probably have eight, seven or eight dudes that could win the title yeah, but every year. You could, but you could actually have a theoretical eight seed win the championship. Yeah, but it, like, uh, okay, so say a Lakers team with LeBron versus a Lakers team, like the exact same team, but take LeBron off and you put Ben Simmons in there. Like the LeBron team's beating the Ben Simmons team. Well, yeah, every time, even if he's the eight seed, like they're gonna beat them no matter what because it's LeBron. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, We're getting maybe, into a lot uh, interesting. I think it becomes more like college though, where you, there's a, a lot more randomness to it. Well, yeah, but also have, it's it's one game. It's things. also one game. It, there's yeah, the one game changed. method is not ever coming would, to the NBA, even though it'd be. No, they make way too much money yeah. off of there being seven games. Yeah, <laughs> probably expand it to nine next time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Great. all right, we're about done here. We don't have enough. We don't have. We're about out of time today. Uh, good, good episode. But uh, before we sign off, of course, um, where is Chris Early? 